Welcome to Try Try Again, the show that's also a movie club. I'm your host, Todd Perkins. Joining me in this episode, he's as insightful as Miley Cyrus is gross, Stephen Comstock. Say hi, Stephen. What's up, guys? And she's sharper than the broken ornament shards the burglars step on in Home Alone, my lovely wife, <laughs> Jessica Perkins. Hey! So today's episode is all about Goonies. We watched it, we have opinions, we're giving review scores, even though we're not professional critics. And we're going to ask each other some weird questions about it. So let's start off by talking about why we picked Goonies. Steven, you're the guy that picked Goonies for us to watch. So what made you pick it? Uh, well, when you told me when you told me about the show, uh, what it's all about, um, which is basically you know us uh, watching old movies that we probably should have seen that we've never seen. Goonies was one of the first ones that popped into my head. You know, growing up in high school and middle school and stuff, your friends would say, "Hey, man." They would like quote a part from the Goonies movie, and I'd be like, "I don't know what you're talking about." And they'd be like, "Dude, you've never seen Goonies, you know?" And I, I could, I don't even know how many times I've heard that in my life. And so it was just kind of one of the first movies that I thought of when you told me about the premise of the show. All right, so let's start with Jess, and let's just lay out um, kind of what we expected going into this movie. So Jess, and then Steven, and then I'll uh, finish it off. All right. Um, I just, I knew a few snippets of things about it. I've heard about the truffle shuffle, obviously, from everyone. And I was like, okay, that's going to be a big thing in the movie. Whatever it is, it's going to be important. And um, uh, when I was 18, my favorite band was the Ataris. And they released an album called So Long Astoria. And one of their songs was kind of like about the Goonies plot, I guess. So it talked about like treasure hunts and stuff. So I knew that that was part of the movie, something about treasure. And we drove through Astoria, Oregon once and saw what it was like there. And people were pointing out stuff from Goonies. And I was like, I don't really care because I've never seen the movie. So I know, like I knew the, what's it called? The setting and a little bit about the plot, kind of, but not really, and about Truffle Shuffle. That's all I know, knew, going in. I didn't know what to expect. All right. Steven, what do you got? What did you expect going in? Uh, much of the same. You know, I heard a few quotes. I knew, like, the, hey, you guys thing, like, a thousand times. I knew there was, uh, I knew that that guy was in the movie. I can't think of his name. What was his name? Sloth. Sloth. Yes. I knew he was in the movie, and I heard of the Truffle Shuffle, and... Um, I had no idea what the story, I didn't know it was a treasure hunt movie going into it. Um, I didn't, I didn't even know it was like a coming of age type of movie. I, I had no idea. It was just about, I didn't know it was about a group of kids. I had no idea what it was about. I just, I got it, borrowed it from a friend, put it in and started watching it. I, uh, was thinking it was going to be, you know, I was kind of expecting it to be like an eighties buddy flick, you know? classic lots of immature stuff uh yeah i knew about sloth and uh you know i, I thought he was some kind of mutant i guess we'll talk about later you know <laughs> what what the crap the deal is with sloth uh and i knew that there was a chubby kid in it and so that's pretty much all i knew um so let, let's go over our um our review scores now so what we're going to do is is say the score that you're going to give it first or the score that you decided on, 
uh, first and then give some examples from the movie of what give some examples that support your review score. So Stephen, why don't you start and then Jess and then I'll uh, give my opinion. Well, I actually watched the movie twice. Uh, the first time I watched it, I was actually, well, the first time I watched it, I, I kind of hated it. I kind of hated it a lot. Um, I don't know. I'm not exactly sure what it was. I, I was pretty tired and I was kind of in a bad mood and I just, I kind of just put it in and I really just wanted to go to bed, but I was watching the movie and you know, it was just, I mean, it was made in 1985, so it wasn't like the most primo put together movie ever. And it was just, there was a lot of parts in it that were just bad, um, you know, and, but then I, I actually, the second time I watched it, some of the charm and, and the, uh, the jokes kind of, you know, made it, made it a little bit better. So the first initial watch, I probably would, probably would have given it like a, Maybe a five out of ten. But the, yeah. I know. Ouch. That, that was your first impression, though. That so was my first hold impression. Hold the hate mail. Hold the hate mail. <laughs> but then watching it the second time, I'd probably give it about a seven. I, I'd bump it up a little bit. Like I said, I kind of I kind of started to love uh, Chunk. He was awesome in it. Um, and uh, the jokes were, were pretty good. You know, I, I liked the 80s nostalgia that it had going on. Um, but as far as some of the stuff that I did like about it, I think my, uh, my favorite part was the bats when they're, when they're in the, the house or whatever, and the, the, the bats come flying out. And the reason why I liked it so much was, you know, it was so just terrible. Like the bats were obviously fake. It just looked so bad. I think I even looked up that they were. They were shot out of a cannon and they were, they were made out of paper and like, just like, even like, you know, a lot of times you watch a movie and, and you hear about like the, the bloopers or like the thing, the mistakes that they made in the movie and you kind of have to go back and like rewatch it and, and see what they did wrong. Yeah. My first initial, <laughs> my first initial watch, I noticed all of the things that they did wrong. Like. I didn't have to look at this movie with a microscope to notice that it was just terrible looking. The bats just looked awful. <laughs> I love those bats. I, lo I love them too. I love so them awful. for the for, because it was just so bad. But yeah, you can like see the strings on the bats attached to them when they were like trying to like flap them in the people's faces and stuff. It was awesome. And then uh, so that was probably my favorite part that stuck out the most. I love Chunk. Um, I love the part where he talked about all the stuff where he has to like go over all the stuff that he ever did wrong, um, which he, they didn't really ask him to do that. He just kind of did it, which was, <laughs> yeah. which was awesome. it made it even better. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, the Italian guy was kind of like laughing the whole time. Yeah, like, I know. I love this kid. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. And then, um, I also noticed that in, during the movie, there was a lot of times where like, their mouths didn't match up with the words that they were saying. Like most, more, or the part where I noticed it the most was when they, uh, when Chunk like ran into the street and he and he like waved the car over and it was the uh, the bank robber or the uh, the criminal guys in the car and he started like, you know, he launched in like his Italian singing for whatever reason. <laughs> And like you oh, yeah, can, also, why does that? I don't know. He did it a couple of times in the movie, and they gave no explanation why. <laughs> he just did. But then you could see, like, he's singing, 
and then it shows Chunk, but then like even like in the it was like the forefront of the camera was like on the mirror and you could see the guy in the mirror supposedly singing the song but he's like smoking a cigarette and <laughs> i don't know if he's like a ventriloquist or what but he's just like openly is obviously not singing the song and it was it was just terrible but i i at the same time i kind of loved it for for that same reason so there was that and then i had like a love hate relationship with all of the just bad stereotypes that they had in the movie you know yeah. just constantly making fun of the cat fat kid you know they, they had a, a retarded guy or you know chained up in like a basement Deformed. it's like really <laughs> that's what we do with them <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, so anyways that's that's kind of how i that's kind of how i felt so initially i gave it a five but after the second watch i i uh I had a little compassion on it and bumped it up to about a seven. Nice. Nice. And uh, you'll get a lot less hate mail now. So Jess, why don't you tell us what your review score was and, and uh, why? Okay. I'm giving it a 7.5 and I, for the most part, really liked it. Um, I thought it was really funny. I was surprised by how much I laughed at it. Most of it was like super immature humor, which doesn't say much for my own sense of humor. But um, yeah, I thought like the parts with Mouth talking to the Hispanic lady and translating falsely for her was super funny. Um, all the parts with Chunk, every single part was funny. Um, yeah, there was just a lot of humor that was funny and I liked. Um, my favorite scene was the water slide that ended in a like cavern with a pirate ship filled with treasure. That just seems like the funnest thing in the world, like to go down a twisty, twirly water slide and then you end up in this majestic, beautiful place. Um, what else? I... The, the stuff that I didn't like about it, that, you know, it would be a 10 if it was perfect and gave it a 7.5. Um, I didn't like, there were just a lot of scenes that were slow and pointless and just didn't need to be in the movie. The movie was super long. Yeah. And it was like two hours, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Maybe even longer. I don't know. It felt long to me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, you don't need to... I don't know. They were in the restaurant for a super long time before they like went underground and started having fun adventures. And I was like, that's unnecessary. I don't know. Just get straight to the treasure hunting part and cut out all the other stuff. And I don't know. There were just conversations between people that were like, why are they talking about this? I don't, this has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. I think, I think the favorite thing to do in this movie was just to have a monologue, just to just launch into a, uh some random like feel good monologue about how this or that is important or not important. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So uh, that stuff was the only stuff for me that was annoying, but otherwise it was a super fun movie. Like it was a unique pirates plus Italian mobsters plus little kids. Also it's set in <laughs> Oregon and which is like the least likely place for a pirate treasure hunt in my opinion. So I don't know, it was really cool, but it just some stuff was unnecessary. The end. I actually decided to give it a higher review score than you guys. I gave it a nine out of ten. Um 
and which you may be surprised, but I just the the non PC stuff, the non politically correct stuff that Stephen was talking about. I love that stuff just because you know it's been so many years, you know, decades that 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 has not been in film, yeah, at all. Yeah. And so, you know, you never see anything like that. And so it just catches me by surprise every time. And so. Also, it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. You know, it takes me back to when I was a total jerk in high school and, and junior high. And um, I I just, I knew how, that I was going to like the movie the minute that Chunk was smashing his pizza and his shake against the window. <laughs> and his face was all. <laughs> self flattened that was just wonderful um we we are, you guys already talked about a lot of the stuff that i liked about the movie uh another thing that wasn't mentioned was that at the end everybody's giving their family a hug and <laughs> rosalita is finding the gems and and saving their house from foreclosure and chunk gets a pizza from his parents <laughs> Because he likes food more than family, apparently. Exactly, yeah. He doesn't want to hug. He starts hugging the pizza, <laughs> kissing it, caressing it gently, talking to the pepperonis. Gross. And I, I loved that. I liked the part when, uh, I think it was Mouth saying that he had naked pictures of Chunk's mom, and they used oh, that yeah. to make Chunk break the door down. Uh, that was just beautiful, and his confessions were great. The the to pay on his face and getting kicked out of fat oh, camps. I always so, forget about when he talked about the to pay on his yeah, face. That was great. awesome. Also, <laughs> what was that whole thing about? I didn't catch the whole vomit. Like he threw up into a cup oh. and brought it with him to the movie. I don't yet. remember what he where he got the vomit from, but he. <laughs> yeah, I thought he climbed up to the top and he threw up on all the audience. Yeah. Well, he was like making the sound of throw up, and it made everybody else get sick in the place. Oh, and... okay. <laughs> Whatever it was, it was. It awesome. sat like a lot of that stuff sounded like he was just improving. Uh, it probably I think he was. was. <laughs> that was awesome. That was great. Uh, I also liked uh, Data with his gadgets and his, how he was super non PC. Uh, it did make me feel a little bit uncomfortable. Like it felt like they were kind of pushing a little bit of accidental racism on his character i felt like if they did it in a modern day you'd actually be able to understand the words that he was saying uh and he wouldn't mispronounce everything um i like the whole scene with uh with michelangelo's little david statue and it, the part breaking off and the jokes about that were great uh and of course the water slide was one of my favorite uh moments in the movie so for our next segment we want to talk about just general discussion. What, anything, this is a grab bag where any of us can bring up something and just discuss it. And my thought, my first thing in watching the movie was uh, the monologues that Steven was talking about. In particular, when Mikey was talking about, down here, it's our time. It's our time. Up there, it's their time. Their time. I have no idea <laughs> what he meant. What I've thought about that. it every day since I watched it. I have no idea. I don't get it. Do you guys man. have any insights? Well, yes. okay. The more I've been thinking about this line, and this is just me making stuff up, I'm sure. I have no idea if it even means anything. But um, I don't know. I'm just thinking about how, like, you know, parents are always, like, play by the rules kind of people. And he, what 
it's their time. Like he was talking about their parents and he was like, they have to do what they think is best and we have to do what's best for us. And I don't know. I just thought maybe, maybe he's saying like, like they can't like do crazy adventurous stuff to try and make this happen because they're grownups and you know, they're supposed to adhere to certain social rules or whatever and we have this treasure map and we know that there's treasure and we've made it so far so like this is our time like we got to take this opportunity and I don't know I'm just making crap up because I don't really hey, know you know what <laughs> might as well be that because I have no idea what it is so that's probably let's just let's just say that that's yeah what it that's is. it I'm gonna that's approve it. that <laughs> I approve you nailed that. it Jack. officially you totally nailed it yeah. yes I mean honestly that made a lot more sense than the lines in the movie <laughs> I mean I had to reread the lines a bunch of times because I was like what is he talking about I don't know he needed a philosophy he needed a huff on his inhaler or something I think he was getting <laughs> I don't know He's getting a little woozy yeah <laughs> Okay, so about this, um, I just want to say, if you know what they were talking about with that scene, tweet me. Um, I'm at Ask Todd, and I'll leave my Twitter handle in the show notes so you can let me know. Because I definitely want to know, and we'll talk about that on the show next week, if you have any good insights. Uh, any of the guys have other things that you'd like to talk about? The monologues or anything else? The monologues were pretty weird, and, and they weren't just... Uh... You know, it wasn't just uh, Sam, what's his, what's the kid, Samwise. <laughs> I don't think that's, <laughs> that's fine. That's that's what I think of it. I think of it Rudy? as Samwise. I think it meant Rudy. Rudy, Mikey. yeah, Rudy. <laughs> I think his name was Mikey. Mikey, yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, he wasn't the only one that was uh, that was doing the monologues. It was it was like, like even like there's some of them were long, some of them were short. You know, but there was just like random thoughts and. And just random monologuing throughout the whole film, like the the part where in the where the, when they're in the well, and and uh, Mouth like picks up the coin and he talks about how that that was his wish and he's taking it back and just <laughs> yes. no background on wishing beforehand. Just I don't know. He just randomly decided that he wanted to take his wish back and and that's why it's okay for them to take to take that to take that wish or something. Also. Um, that was great. That didn't make any. It sense. didn't make that, any sense. That that wish part was so weird. Also, the where they use the phrase uh, "rich stuff." <laughs> Have you ever heard anybody use those two words together nope. ever in your life? Nope. Like, hey, man, I'm gonna go to work because I need some rich stuff. <laughs> you know, don't you just say money? <laughs> yeah, there's a word for that, kids. <laughs> rich stuff. Rich stuff, and they said I think they said it twice in the movie, maybe more, but I can think of at least two times where they where they said rich stuff. <laughs> maybe it was an eighties thing. Maybe I don't think so because I think I was around during the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So yeah, good. that that's that's about. Oh, uh, also I know, like I said, I watched the movie twice, and I noticed that uh, the first time watching it that they used the phrase guys. They said the word guys a lot. Oh yeah, like a like a like a lot. So I, I counted, I tallied the second time I watched it how many times they actually said the word guys, and I'm pretty sure I even missed a couple because, you know, like you mentioned, the movie was two hours long, so I kind of watched it faster. You know, you can like increase the speed at which it plays. So I watched it at like one and a half <laughs> times faster. 
Oh, really? I didn't even know you could do That's that. That's funny. Yeah. Technology. <laughs> That's so anyways, cheating. My, guy, my guy's count was uh, 95 times. That's how many <laughs> times I said the word guys. Guys, guys, guys. Guys, guys. guys. Hey, guys. Like, literally, it was ridiculous. I got so, Tourette's. Right. I guess so. Guys, Tourette's. <laughs> I got another question. Why? Wasn't it random that Sloth happened to have a Superman shirt on? <laughs> what did I? I read something about that. I think like. One of the guys, I think one of the guys in the movie, the direct, not, I don't know if it was the director, but somebody in the movie also did something yes. with Superman. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't have anything to But that doesn't that. have any reason. That doesn't explain anything on why. I mean. Yeah, Sloth just happens to have a Superman shirt on. Yeah. It's like an Easter yeah. they shove a, They put a Superman shirt on him, shove him in a dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic abuse Chain situation. him to the wall, yep. <laughs> so weird. Something that, I don't know, maybe I'm the only one. I was really annoyed with, like, the romantic stuff. Like, it seemed to me that, like, curly-headed chick, don't know her name, totally forgot her name, um, and older brother guy, like, didn't know each other, at least from my understanding, and then all of a sudden they're making out, and then all of a sudden she's, like, holding hands with his little brother, and then all of a sudden she's making out with his little brother, and then, like... <laughs> That was just all like, what? Why? This is so weird. I think I think the older brother mentions before that girl even shows up in the movie something about something about dating her or going or Oh yeah, he had a her. date with her on yeah. the weekend or something. He didn't want to get oh, grounded. Oh yeah. Yeah. Still weird. Like, hey, we're in a dungeon, let's make out. <laughs> hey, we're supposed to be peeing. I'm gonna make out with your little brother. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was so weird. I don't know. Uh, all right. All right. So, <clears throat> moving on, uh, we want to talk about some random questions here. These are questions that are just out of left field. So let's start with Stephen. Ask your super weird question to the group. Okay, my random question is, um, so. If okay, so uh, Chunk in the movie has obviously the famous truffle shuffle, which um, is you know a huge, huge famous part of the movie. Everybody knows about it. Um, but we have other characters in the movie who are you know they kind of have their own little thing going on. Chunk is obviously sadly known for being uh, fat, and but you know there's the other kids like uh, Data has. His little gadgets and stuff that he makes, and mouth is like a talker. So, if the other characters in the movie pick one, Todd or and Jessica, pick one of the other characters, what would their dance be? If Chunk has the truffle shuffle, what would one of the other characters in the movie have as a dance? All right, I'll go first. <clears throat> I got Data has the pelvic pull, <laughs> wherein he shoots his little crotch. Polar thingy and pulls himself to places ah, okay. all the while moving his arms and legs while he's sliding around. Kind of, kind of like the fishing pole thing where you like pretend <laughs> yeah. to cast a fishing pole. Yeah, exactly. But he does it with his crotch. <laughs> yeah. He like pelvic thrusts forward and then he just like scoots. Yep, that's the pelvic pull. All right. Brought to you by Data. I like it. I like it. 
What do you got, Jess? Mine is also for data. Sorry. But, um, and his dance is called Slick Shoes. And it's basically <laughs> just him, like, slowly moving his uh, heels up and down to release the uh, slickness in his shoes. And probably also, like, pushing random buttons on his body. As, what know. about like a moon, like the like the moonwalk? Well, yeah, yeah I'm that's picturing what it a is. But it's like forward instead, because he can't go backwards. Then he's gonna slip on his own slickness. But isn't that the point? But not <laughs> for it? him to slip. I mean, that would just be dumb. In a sweet dance, maybe. <laughs> okay, so he walks backwards, and then he slips, and it's and then it turns all into like rolling on the floor and stuff. What is that called? Break dancing. Turns into break dancing. <laughs> also known as rolling on the floor. I you heard forgot, it here, folks. All right? <laughs> so, yeah, I changed my mind to uh, backwards walking, slipping, break dancing. Slick shoes. The all end. right. My, my answer is uh, I, Mikey, and he wouldn't dance. He would just launch into a monologue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> poor Mikey. He was adorable. Maybe or maybe he, he would do like an open mic or like a spoken word kind of thing. That would be his deal. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something about his inhaler where he like he dances really fast, sucks on his inhaler, keeps dancing. <laughs> he dan he can't dance because he would just wind up in the hospital. <laughs> Oh, man, totally asthma shaming up in here. <laughs> hey, I have asthma, and I can dance, probably. All right. I don't know. <laughs> or roll on the floor. Depending <laughs> on. I can do those roll on the floor things. <laughs> All right, Jess, what's your question? Okay. In, if you were to take Sloth, the character, as he is, and take an existing movie and just insert him into that movie, not changing the plot of the movie, but just add him in as a character, which movie could you do that with and it would make more sense than him being in Goonies? Would make more sense than him being in Goonies because he doesn't belong in Goonies at all? Yeah, because he's yes. a random deformed man chained in the basement and it doesn't make sense. <laughs> so, Todd. He still is awesome. Okay, I'm going to go first then. Uh, I picked the Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> Dang it. That's perfect. He's just sitting in a room all chained up. Maybe he's... <laughs> <laughs> he rings the bell every once in a while. Yeah. I actually haven't seen that movie. So I never seen that movie either. <laughs> I don't know anything about it. <laughs> but I just thought he could be Hunchy's <laughs> I don't think his name's Hunchy. <laughs> Quasimodo. Oh, sure it is. Quasimodo. Yeah. Quasimodo. There you go. Hunchy. His, fr his, friends, his friends call him Hunchy. Didn't know that? Oh. Oh, that was good. Uh, okay, so for me, it would be Star Wars. He could totally just be in like a bar somewhere. <laughs> And he could be, he could have his own little story and he would fit perfectly in any Star Wars planet or universe. Wow. That, that was such a good one. Yep, that was really good. That's exactly what I was going to say. And I'm oh, honest, really? Yeah. Well, honestly, he would fit in like almost any sci fi movie. I mean, yeah. Sadly, he's just, a, you know, he's like a mutant. 
and he could just fit in anywhere. He he kind of reminded me of uh, a guy in uh, in uh, Three Hundred. There's a there's like a big monster in this in that movie that uh, the 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 guys fight, and he kind of looks like Sloth, but with sharp <laughs> but with more teeth, and they're sharp. Like a a, a washed toxic crusader, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, mine was going to be Star Wars Episode 4. I mean, he just belongs in the cantina. Like, whether he's go. playing some kind of instrument with the band or, you know, giving Obi-Wan dirty looks. He just, he'd fit right in. All right, my question is, what would you name a spinoff movie starring Chunk? Steven, go for it. I actually had a hard time thinking of something that would be, that was uh, clever. And the only thing I could come up with it was like, uh, like uh, Chunky Adventures or something, something cheesy like that. I don't know, Chunky Adventures, uh, Chunky, maybe Chunky Peanut Butter, something like that. But I was, I was a little disappointed. I, I struggled for a while trying to think of a, a good spinoff movie, but that's about all I can come up with was Chunky Adventures, the Adventures <laughs> of Chunk. Weak. <laughs> I'll give that a five out of ten. <laughs> but maybe if I if maybe I this nice. episode later, it'll go to a seven. seven. Bump it like, up. You know what? I really like Steven. I'm gonna <laughs> change it to a seven. He has that like nostalgia and like yeah. that lovable quality. Yeah. Smashes pizza against things. Sure. I don't know, man. I hope you guys this was a lot better because I I had a hard time. I couldn't think of anything clever. It's all good, man. It's all good. Jess, what do you got? Okay. I have a backstory for the, like a story for the movie. I'm supposed to oh my share gosh. that too, right? Right? Is that part yeah. of it? Yeah. Okay. So the movie is called To Cheese or Not to Cheese. And it's basically a movie about Chunk and he's grown up, not grown up, but he's like in college and in like situations with girls or like, you know, where he should be being an adult and doing stuff, but he has to decide like whether he's going to choose food or the girl. The inspiration (laughs) for this movie came from the scene when he's in the freezer with the dead guy and the guy's like falling on him. And he's, like, struggling to not get crushed by this dead corpse. And he's also, like, trying to eat ice cream, I think. And it's, like, he just wants to eat all the time. And so I'm just imagining funny situations where, like, there's a piece of pizza just, like, right behind this girl. And he doesn't know whether to, like, put the moves on her or reach for the pizza or do both at the same time. And he hits her in the face with the pizza on accident. And then they fall in love because they both like pizza. (laughs) So yeah, that's my movie. To cheese or not to cheese? Cheese obviously being pizza. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Better than Stevens. Doesn't matter. <laughs> tell yourself that. Yeah. You tell yourself that. <laughs> you know, going back to that uh that scene in the closet, I forgot about that in the freezer one. Uh I was thinking when I was watching that, what would it be like to be that actor? The and you just gotta just like falls. go limp. Yeah, you just go and limp, and you're just <laughs> laying on top of this kid. <laughs> you just like gotta, you gotta make a straight face, and you're just like rubbing your face on his face. He's probably never been in any movie before either, so he was probably super pumped to like be in a movie. And then he just sees like what he has to do. And he's just like, oh, really? Like you're just gonna paint me blue and throw me on top of this kid? <laughs> so for my movie, I named it "Don't Shuffle My Truffle." Nice. That is a a self-help video meant to inspire confidence in chubby kids. All right. 
Much like Mr. T's Be Somebody or Be Somebody's Fool. So, it was art. It was good. The name was good. I still think <laughs> my movie would be more entertaining. Yours was okay. Okay, fair enough. And fair Steven's enough. just... We agree that Steven's yeah. was the worst, right? Okay. <laughs> He's fired. You didn't say we had to come up with a plot. <laughs> you couldn't even come up with a name. <laughs> I did. Chunky, Chunky Adventure. Chunky peanut Come on. Butter. It's what animated. Else? It's an animated adventure with, with uh, Chunk from uh, the movie that we watched. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that stupid thing was called. <laughs> oh, that was good. Okay. Okay. You're at the seven. You made it to the seven. Uh, you definitely did. I know. It's a seven. <laughs> uh, okay. So let's talk about next week. Okay, that wraps it up for this discussion of Goonies. Thank you, guys. Uh, thank you, guys. Nice. Uh, yeah? Anybody? Yeah, Anybody? I get it. I get it. I get jokes. Uh, <laughs> I get jokes. Good. Good. Okay. So next week, we're going to watch It's a Wonderful Life. Next week, it's Christmas. We're excited about Christmas. And we are excited to watch this awesome movie that Steven has not seen before. Never so, seen it. Yeah. Do you want us to say, like, uh, what makes you want to watch it or... Um, what you expect from it, that kind of stuff. I know it's a super famous Christmas movie, um, and that's about all I know about it. I don't know any of the characters in it. I don't know the story. I just, I've, I probably have heard people talk about what it's about and stuff. I just, I don't remember, you know, obviously what they said. I didn't have like a lengthy conversation with anybody about what that movie's about, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited to watch it because I know it's super popular. A lot of people really like it. It's a classic. I love Christmas. You know, Christmas is in, you know, like a week. So um, I'm pumped. I'm pumped to watch pumped. that. You Good. know it's in black and white? I know that, yes. Okay, because some people are like, I can't watch that. That's in black and white. I don't, I can't see in black and white. <laughs> I'm not that guy. Okay, good. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. So we're planning to release that episode on the Tuesday before Christmas, Tuesday of next week. And that completes this episode. And on the way out here, I just want to talk about how you can reach us. So you can find me on Twitter at Ask Todd if you want to send hate mail or love mail. Uh, you can find me there. Um, if you're going to ask any questions that you want us to read on the show or you're going to say anything about the movie that we're going to watch that week, I'm going to hold off on reading my tweets until I've watched the movie for the week. So if I don't respond right away... That's why. Also, the Twitter for iOS app isn't great and doesn't always notify me if someone's tweeted at me. So I'll do my best to uh, read your tweets. And if you have something interesting to say, I might read it on the show. In addition to that, uh, you can watch along with us. You're always encouraged to do that. And so that you can participate by sending us your thoughts or maybe you have a question you'd like us to discuss on the show. So again, you can hit, find me on Twitter at AskTodd. So also, if you like our podcast, you can leave a review on iTunes. So we'll read every five-star review on the show. So give us one of those reviews if you like the show. I think that's it, and we will see you next week. 